0: Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the
1: podcast for all things royals.
0: Stand by. Three cheers for Her
1: Majesty the Queen. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa Ryan. And I'm Caitlin Menza. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you absolutely need to know. It's critical. <laughs> critical, vital news. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at royallyobsessedpodcast. And join the Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can also subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review, because we love it. Mm-hmm. And you can send us an old-fashioned email at info at And this week, oh my god, it's maybe the
0: best week there's ever been. Right? Like, I cannot think of a better week. I mean, a royal wedding week. Yeah, but, like, but, wow. But this, I think is, this just is so better. joyful. It's better because I wasn't expecting it. I mean, the wedding's of joyful, of course. But, yeah, I just, it's it was nonstop. Every single day was something. It was just, like,
1: a gift. It's like, I don't know, just someone just giving you constant presents, which is how I want to live my life, <laughs> truly. Just please give me things. More Beyonce. Yes, please. Uh, so we're talking about Louis and Archie at the polo match. Yes. Uh, the ladies of Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. And, including Pippa. Yeah. And then we got Beyonce. The Lion King. Beyoncé. <laughs> the queen at The Lion King. It's, and that queen is Beyoncé. It's just wow. What a time. Wow, wow, wow. Indeed. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Um so we have a royal refreshment, although Caitlin already finished
0: hers. <laughs> and now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. So as we were adjusting the microphones, Lisa poured these ahead of time, and I just drank the whole thing. Just drank it right down.
1: Yeah, so it's whiskey ginger, um, because I found a ginger ale can. I went like walking through the studio, and I Mm -hmm. opened
0: up things that said, like, don't open, don't do this. Wow, terrible, terrible office karma, but I obviously benefited, so it's fine um, with Crown Royal, and it's delicious. But then you tried to make...
1: A whiskey Perrier, and it was well. Not so
0: we're out so of gin- we're out of the ginger ale now. So I was like, oh, I'll just like pour in this seltzer water. It's gross. It's disgusting. But you know what? I'm going to choke it down for you and for our listeners. Thank you, Caitlin. Truly. I just give and give and give of myself.
1: Um, so we have a listener
0: email. Would you like to do the honors? (laughs) Yes. Um, It's from Ellen. The subject line is Real Life Princess Diaries. Cheerio, Caitlin and Lisa. I adore your podcast and have written in before. However, I had to write in after listening to your most recent episode about the Princess Diaries. After watching the scene where Princess Mia's room is redecorated, I was creatively inclined and took matters into my own hands. Oh, dear. (laughs) I spent hours rearranging my room until it met my royal standards. To make my room as similar to Mia's, I took my mom's expensive jewelry, including her wedding ring. Her wedding ring. (laughs) In this process, I proceeded to lose her ring, and it hasn't been found since... Oh, God, God, Ellen! (laughs) Ellen. Ultimately, I was grounded for losing my mom's most prized possession. However, it was a huge win in my book because I was finally living the royal lifestyle. Asterisk, I was seven at the time, but I knew I was meant to live like the royal family. Damn. Ellen,
1: you were a badass as a kid. (laughs) Not only did you commit crime by, like, stealing your mother's uh, jewelry, which I can only assume was expensive, but... Mm -hmm. You just live life by your own rules. And those rules were royal rules. So very strict rules.
0: Yeah, I just I the funny thing is I remember that since, of course, it's like all fresh in my mind from chatting with Hunter two weeks ago, that Princess Mia's room in San Francisco is just like chill and cool with like a little upstairs like crash pad. Like it's not a royal room. I don't know that you needed to steal the jewelry to create a royal room because it's more like a punk rock teenage girl room. What was your room like growing up? Oh, God. Um, I had a chalkboard wall that I painted from, like, a American Girl magazine suggestion. That's cool, though. So I painted, like, a patch black. It um, was tough to cover that up. I had Delia's bedding, obviously. Obviously. Mm-hmm. I had a, my entire dresser was covered in my cheerleading trophies. You got trophies for it? Oh, of course. As you know, I'm a millennial, so I got trophies for everything. <laughs> and there was a feather boa over my desk, and I had a hutch filled with Babysitter's Club books. That's about the gist, I would say.
1: Wow. I so know. So my room in Canada had a lot of pictures of figure skaters, and then my room in <laughs> high school in South Carolina, as we covered, had pictures
0: of Andy Roddick. Wow. Wow. We were just always ourselves. Oh, and over my bed, I had a collage um, cut out from Cosmo Girl magazines of like, you know, phrases and cute boys and like interesting ads and stuff that I collage, you know, just collage into a frame because I wanted it to look like Bianca's room from 10 Things I Hate About You
1: she was the person you liked from that
0: not her well I sorry liked, tangents <laughs> oh my
1: god <laughs> I like both the their rooms
0: I just I love I love decor I'm not good at it but I'm really into interior design
1: that's why you write for House Beautiful I do
0: I'm a contributing editor at House Beautiful um, so moving on from that I love that Ellen and I, I hope your mom has forgiven you after all this time um, we have also now This Week in Royal History and we're we're, we're pulling from the the archives for this one And this week in royal history. Yeah, um, so July 14th,
1: 1994, was the wedding of Lady Sarah Armstrong Jones and Daniel
0: Chatto. Yes, it was at... St- St. Stephen Walbrook Church in London. Um, she's the daughter of Princess Margaret. Yes, of course. And, and Anthony Armstrong-Jones,
1: who was Lord Snowden, which I cannot say without thinking of Edward Snowden. Or yeah. my Tom Ford sunglasses that I lost in the ocean from <laughs> Urination. Um, they
0: were the Snowden model. So I think of both of those things. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, yeah, I don't know a ton about Lady Sarah Chatto, as she's now known, because... Um, yeah, she stays kind of out of the public eye. I believe she rides horses, as so many of the people in this family do. Um, and she just, like, really lays low, very much unlike her mother, her unlike her parents. And let's see. Um, it notes the bride's, like, we're looking at a, a write-up from, I don't know where, actually. Where did this come from? There's no way to know. From the internet? From the internet. Um, so it notes it was a low-key affair. The, bro- the bride chose not to use a royal carriage or a red carpet or have bells ringing. There was only 200 seating for 200 people. Um, children I like weren't that invited. that's a small
1: wedding. Well, of course. If to me, that
0: would be big. For the royals. Um And then it notes that um, she had little Zara Phillips as one of her bridesmaids, which is precious. And then that her arrival was almost overshadowed by the arrival of her relatives, the prince and princess of Wales, um, who were appearing at the same time, at the same place together for the first time since Prince Charles had admitted adultery. So... Wow. Yeah. So there was drama. (laughs) So that's unfortunate. Um, But it was a really, really great dress um, designed by Jasper Conrad and um, yeah she wore a tiara as one should and the, that couple has two children uh, Samuel who was born in 96 and Arthur who was born in 99 um, yeah again she's just like she's nice she looks I, I actually think I she think looks, Arthur's
1: the one who poses
0: pictures of himself on um, Instagram oh, yes, of course Arthur Chado yes of course that makes sense um, so yeah that's that's those two and Again, much more chill than um, her mother, than her parents were. Um, and they spent their honeymoon in India. <laughs> is your alarm going off? <laughs> what is more important than what you are doing here? Um, well, it's after 7, so it's
1: probably my alarm setting, telling me to wake up after 7 a.m. Yikes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lisa. What time is it?
1: 7.12. There's <laughs> nothing worse than the sound of um, someone else's alarm going off. It just gives me like anxiety. Well, my whole back
0: just straightened up. It's I was like, like, where am I supposed to be? It's like, painful. I'm sorry. Oh, God, the worst. So, yes, happy <laughs> anniversary to the Chattos uh, who have been married for 25 years. Yeah, that's nice. That's crazy. That's I amazing. Still, whenever I see all these anniversaries, you know, this around this time, I'm like, oh, 94. That was recent. I have memories from 1994. Me too. It was 25 years ago. Woof. Okay, so there's that. Now we have to get into the real stuff.
1: Yes. With all
0: respect to Lady Sarah.
1: Yeah, and so just like our patron Saint Lainey gossip, we are going in chronological order.
0: It's really, really, really tough. It is not
1: the order of importance. It is just chronological. (laughs) Yeah. So first we're going to start with the polo match. Yeah.
0: And let it be noted,
1: before we recorded, our um, producer Alfred was like, oh, who won?
0: We were like, oh, I don't know know. what's really dark, though, is that I tried to look it up for this moment. I read I like quickly went through six articles on my phone. Nobody reported who won this polo match.
1: (laughs) This was not about the polo. This was about the effing babies.
0: Yeah. So first, of course, we got um, because it was staggered. And since it was in the afternoon, usually most of these events happen in the British morning, which we are already asleep for. So -hmm. I feel like they're already over by the time we wake up. Uh, the polo match was in the afternoon, so it was like playing out in our real time on the East Coast. This, I just want to tell you how I experienced it because first we got Kate, and I was like, oh my God, we have Kate and Louie. Mm-hmm. Kate and Louie. Louie was feisty AF.
1: Louie has some personality. He is not an accountant, he is like. <laughs> I don't even know. I guess if he works in finance, he's a very, very boisterous money manager.
0: On uh, Twitter, I well, so much fun interacting with everybody on Twitter as this was playing out. But someone on Twitter, a listener, I think Paige, tweeted at me that um, he looks like uh, an old man who's trying to get the attention of a waiter. Like, well, he, <laughs> He's so mad. He's like pointing at everybody like angrily. There's a lot of pointing going on, which I think is – Something that they do, like developmentally, something that they do at that stage. And
1: I saw a video, um, actually, it's still being shared on Instagram. So I just saw it um, this morning, uh, probably around this time, 12 hours ago, <laughs> uh, when my alarm was going off. Um, and so there's pictures of Louis sitting really weirdly, but he basically is like climbing on top of things and then kind of resting on Kate. Like, it must be so
0: fun to have a baby that age. <laughs> like
1: I can't imagine just like the heroics that go into the day-to-day keeping a kid like that alive.
0: Yeah. It really reminded me, of course, of George's, I don't know if it was his first polo match, but the really cute one where he's wearing like the pink sort of oshkosh overalls and she's just running around after him the entire day. That's what Kate was doing again today, like just trying to wrangle the Baby, and he's always like trying to wrestle out of her arms, and he's always you know, again pointing with force, and she's yeah. just running after him. Um, so first, we saw him. first, we saw the two of them, and we're like, amazing.
1: And then we saw George and Charlotte, and we're like, Yes, what so great! The whole gang is out there, yeah. And then, oh my god,
0: <laughs> I thought that was great. I was like, Oh my god, the three kids in public. You know, of course, we had them at the garden a couple months ago. But this was, I think, the first event where all three have been on the ground together at the same time. And then Megan appears. Other
1: than, like, um, tripping the color or something. Yeah, but that's exactly. not really the ground. Like, a balcony, I wouldn't say is the ground.
0: No, it's, like, uh, literally not. But, yeah, it's them, like, <laughs> interacting, like, at a, a regular event, which is just a very special first, I think. And then, yeah, Megan appears. Talk about firsts. And we have all four kids in one place at one time.
1: Yes. So, first, Megan looked... Amazing. Yes. I mean, we, we're we not going to discuss too much about looks because mm-hmm. she's a woman who just gave birth, so, like, we're not even going near that. Yeah. But, like, she... She we have to say she looked amazing. She looked yeah. absolutely amazing. But like I loved her outfit. She looked like such a California mom. Totally,
0: totally. And her hair was like loose. And then I loved the like style, but the sunglasses were still stylish. Um yeah, she just looked so chill. I actually felt like from a fashion perspective, this was Kate and Megan, like sort of at their best, at their most like essential selves. Yeah, you like know? totally
1: them. Like Kate was wearing, um, I think it was LK Bennett
0: again. That's like her.
1: One of those designers that she likes. Yeah, another. Pink
0: and printed pink and printed again i wrote that article about like her vibe of v-neck like short sleeve fluttery v-neck dress with a midi length with a print that's exactly what she was doing again once again like the christening we saw her in pink with red accessories because she had like a red crossbody bag her hair was resplendent again I think that
1: elizabeth holmes would call that dressing for the slideshow
0: dressing for the slideshow absolutely um but yeah she just looked super cute um wearing her like typical wedges and megan was just like in this really loose comfortable outfit um they just seemed so much like themselves i felt and we had louis in public at an event wow sorry archie 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 i mean also louis but we had archie at an event um there weren't many snaps of his face because it must be said that the entire polo match was not near cameras so all the images that we saw great as they were were of course like long lens paparazzi images essentially Mm -hmm. um which I like, you know, as you might have noticed, if you follow Elizabeth, she didn't um, so many thoughts them. She mentioned it in her newsletter, but she didn't so many thoughts them because they are paparazzi images. And of course, the woman knew they w- would be photographed. But, you know, they're all kind of like behind cars or out of focus or all these like all kind of awkward things.
1: And Louis, the age where his money managing personality is just like <laughs> out there. So in, in a few shots... Uh, He is wearing Kate's Ray-Ban sunglasses, which, should I get them?
0: Probably. Should I get those? Yes.
1: They look amazing. So he has them on, and he's, like, making faces, and it looks like he's blowing a kiss at Meg and Archie, and I think he is. Yes,
0: and at one point in one image, and I— I also want to say as sort of low quality as the images were, there were so many of them that I feel like on all the fan accounts I follow or on my Discover page, I'm still, it's been a week, I'm still seeing new images. So I saw one where he's like reaching out and he's trying to touch the baby's foot, which, you know, kills me. And when he has the sunglasses on, he's like sticking his tongue out. He seems to be doing it at Megan as if to like make her laugh, Mm -hmm. which obviously kills me. Um, And you can't really see Megan's face because she's facing the baby, but you see Kate laughing and Louis being goofy and... um, um, wow, you know, every time a new kid in this family emerges, I'm like, no, this is my new favorite kid. So Louis is really has pulled ahead.
1: And then once Archie's
0: Making walking faces. around with his sunglasses on. Yeah. Just such a cute, normal kid thing to do. Like if this was a normal family, she would have her iPhone out snapping that picture. It would be on her, like Megan's Instagram, that kind of thing. Yeah, It just looked so cute and sweet and I also want to note that I really liked the images as well of um, the car like this hatchback with the trunk open and the kids are just like eating snacks and drinking juice boxes out of their mom's trunk like it's in between soccer practices
1: I know this is like one of the few times you see them and you're like Oh, they're a normal family.
0: They were just so, so normal. Also of note that um, George seemed to be wearing his same outfit from the garden event, Kate's garden event, like the green polo shirt. Um, You know, again, super normal. They're normal people. They just felt so typical, just family hanging out, suburban family hanging out. Um, I am super struck by now the fact that, and of course his birthday is next week, that Prince George just looks like a boy
1: yeah he's not he's like, so a kid far anymore. from like
0: i mean of course you compare him to his little siblings, and it's even more striking, but um he just looks like a little boy, and it's mm-hmm. like it's overwhelming and emotional for me you
1: know? and I also wanted to say that I really liked Megan's outfit. she looked like such a California chic mom, mom. but i I was like, i want to wear something like that like, oh yeah, I'm not a mom, I just want to wear that down the street. it looks so. Comfortable and just nice. It looked like it could have been Everlane. I know it's not Everlane. But, you know, it looked like one of those dresses that anyone in New York could be
0: wearing. Yeah. I don't want to disappoint you or make you anxious, but... I believe that New York City is about to have a heat wave hitting this week. Yes. So this is the time of the year that you're like, what can I wear where the fabric doesn't touch my body at all,
1: you know? And can I get some mega babe stuff to put on yeah. my thighs so they do <laughs> yeah. not rub together?
0: <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's the kind of look that she had there. Um, I do want to address something that like sort of annoyed me Um possible preview of a low but I saw there was some like I got some messages about this and then I actually saw some coverage of this that people were like Why is – it looks like Megan doesn't know how to hold the baby. I mean, of frigging course, we're going to have people who come out who are experts, who think they're experts, and how to hold a baby and how to be a parent. And they're like, she's not holding the baby right. Um, Just some thoughts here. First of all, I don't think she was hiding the baby's face, but I do think she was holding the baby very close to her, which he's two months old. He's very delicate. Mm -hmm. it's scary. You have to hold him close to your chest, you know? He's a little tiny infant. And then I think if she had held him out any further and he, like, wiggled around and there were photos of that, that would have looked terrible.
1: Yeah, I think that she was holding him just fine. And, like, the People magazine article about how she was doting on him, Um, they said she was kissing and stroking him and bouncing him up and down. Like, she was holding her baby and moving around. She wasn't in, like, one stationary spot for an hour. And I I just, people have to find something to be mad at every single time she leaves the house. It's just kind of ridiculous. And so... We got a review last week saying that they think that we're on the Sussex payroll which first of all we effing wish I
0: wish we I really d- deeply really, wish we
1: wish we were so like <laughs> please please pay us that would be amazing mm-hmm. but like secondly we're not we're just like sick of seeing BS coverage if they like if she d- did something wrong maybe call her out but this is an instance where first it's so invasive second it's so effing rude and three she's holding her baby she's doing a fine job like like your mad she held the baby too tightly to her chest like she was oh she was protecting her baby what i don't know it, it's just there always has to be something and i can't keep up with what it is
0: yeah it's it's wild i don't I, where would you even get that from so that bothered me um of course but i did like for megan the moment where like harry came off the field sweaty and disgusting and the two of them like walked to their car together and he was like making little faces at the baby and like interacting with the baby and you're like oh there they are the three just like fam and of course, again all of those sort of images are very new for the sussexes like we've seen with the christening we saw them at the photo call like two days after he was born but to just see them like in the suburbs, interacting with their baby like they're a normal family was really special.
1: Everyone just was super normal, albeit way more attractive than normal people, but
0: super normal. Extraordinary hair across the board. Just wow.
1: Yeah. Both Caitlin and I have our hair up right now because our (laughs) hair is not doing so well.
0: It's July. And so it's in a messy bun basically, the whole time. Yes. Um, But yeah, what an extraordinary event. Uh, It was Wednesday morning right after we recorded. And of course, like an eagle-eared Roro, who knows that we record on Tuesday nights, tweeted at us and was like, oh no, this happened on a Wednesday morning, so it's going to be too late for this week's episode. (laughs) Right you are, um, but we're getting to it now. So thank you for your patience. It was just such a joy.
1: And so as if that wasn't enough of a gift, then we got three ladies out for Wimbledon to watch... Serena, um, it was Kate, it was Meg, and it was Pippa, which Pippa. I didn't see coming.
0: Surprise bonus Pippa. We
1: all know that Pippa loves Wimbledon. We all remember when she wrote for Vanity Fair about, like, the Pims Cups and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. The um, family
0: friggin' loves tennis.
1: Yeah. And so Pippa, I know she had been to another match, and so we'd been seeing her at Wimbledon, but I just didn't know that she would be there for the joint outing.
0: Yeah. She and James went to something together, I think, on Friday. And then on Saturday, yeah, we got all three ladies, which I think was, like, a pretty genius move on a bunch of levels. Like, it wasn't just Kate and Meg with everyone watching them to see how much they're how much fun they're having together, how much they're whispering. It, be, it became like a girls' afternoon out, a mom's afternoon out instead. And then
1: also, they all looked like they were having a great time. They yes. were all chatting. They just seem like they are friendly.
0: Yes, and I also loved the outfits. So we had Kate in uh, the green Dolce & Gabbana, which I love that sort of. Um, 1940s sort of silhouette that she has, like the big gold buttons. The fit was like a little weird in some places, but that deep green color and the little like fluttery skirt I adored. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a rewear from I want to say one of their one of their um, foreign tours, but it was a rewear, but I didn't recognize it right away. Um, then you had uh, Megan, I believe, wore a Hugo Boss skirt. Yes,
1: because I saw they tweeted about it.
0: Yeah, very much in the. I mean, again, both ladies in their wheelhouses. Kate, like in a. Um, a real in a rewear, first of all. And in a, um that sort of forties fit that she likes. And then you had Megan in a white button-down, which she adores, tucked into a pleated skirt. That's yeah. very much her vibe. And then it was we, very
1: preppy chic.
0: Very preppy chic and it's friggin' Wimbledon. And then you had, of course, Pippa. I don't remember the designer of Pippa's outfit, but it was so cray cray in the best possible manner.
1: Like I liked it, but I was also like, whoa.
0: Yeah, it was just so British. It was like blue and white. It wasn't literally twill, but it basically looked like twill. And then it had all these like fripperies and ruffles and stuff. Crazy. It made her arms look amazing, but like Very kooky. Blair Waldorf. Yes, exactly. Like over-the-top preppy, which like, again, it swimbled and leaned into it. That's fine. And so I just really loved having the three of them there. I loved all the faces they were making at each other. Just um, great.
1: And as we've established we effing love Serena. And we love Serena's friendship with Megan. And before this match, Serena gave a quote saying about Megan, anytime I see her name attached to anything, I don't read it. She couldn't be a better friend to me. Low moments, high moments, she's always there. That's all I want to be to her.
0: Oh, those two. Yeah. To be a fly on the wall of them catching up over cocktails. Oh, my God. Or the play date, you know, between oh. their kids. Oh. I know. Olympia with, is so cute. I, I love, love love Olympia.
1: And so um the match Serena did not win. Um Simona Halep won. She gave some really cute quotes though. So at the end when they're interviewing her in front of everybody like in the middle of the Terrifying. court. Um she said it's an honor to play in front of the royal box and then after she was told that she would get to meet the duchesses she's like that's amazing. I didn't know that. So it's even more special now. (laughs) And then the camera kind of panned out to Kate and Megan and they were just really laughing. Like, I think that they thought it was so cute, but then that's where you get the amazing pictures of the two of them standing up next to each other and just like laughing. Like, I mean, they're probably like,
0: what? This woman just won Wimbledon. And she's like, oh my God, now it's special. I know. To beat Serena Williams in anything, Like, if I beat Serena Williams in beer pong, That's all I would talk about for years to come. But Simona's like, oh, yes, I beat Serena Williams, but also I get to meet the duchesses. Like, that's amazing. And we also got to have a new GIF from this. Like, there's a GIF in the past of, of course, from last year's Wimbledon, where you have Kate and Meghan, like, clapping politely while standing. Now we have more of those. Yes. I'm always, like, very excited for that. Yes.
1: So I hope this is annual. I would love to see... Girls Day Out. Again. And I guess next year... um, I don't know who could join. Maybe, like, Beatrice or Eugenie or something. Oh, my
0: goodness. Yes. Just Ugh. the ladies who Wimbledon. Yeah. There's so many. Amal Clooney. Like, I can think of some gals that could sit in that row with them. Oh, what a dinner party.
1: And then Kate went back to Wimbledon because the men's final was the next day. And she wore this gorgeous blue outfit that really matched William's outfit. Like,
0: yes. I've never seen
1: them so matchy. Or maybe I have, but I just blocked it out because I hate matchy-matchy. Yeah. But they were, like ridiculously matching it was cute but it was also like all right
0: (laughs) (laughs) they just looked like they were going to a a beautiful like um wedding barbecue on nantucket or something yes it was very nantucket with like the cornflower blues and things but i actually really 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 loved this dress for her i think it was my favorite of the whole lot this week of all the wimbledon dresses because it was obviously appropriate for the occasion it was an interesting color she looked sort of angelic um, it was like Cinderella blue so mm-hmm. of course it was very princessy and it had just very subtle interesting um like twists around the shoulders that were mm-hmm. just like enough to be special of course with her little the little bow that shows her patronage and she made her best faces on Sunday
1: yes because this game was basically a historic game why I could not tell you <laughs> I know that it went on no. super long no, 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 no there was like a tiebreaker and then I don't remember other things. I saw some tweets.
0: It was a sexy game, I guess.
1: Yeah. But so there was a lot of reactions to be had because it was like a nail biter if this is what makes you bite your nails.
0: Yeah. Not me because I don't get it. But yeah, it was apparently very, very stressful. So
1: And so we always love Kate's Wimbledon faces. Everybody does. That's when she's her most expressive.
0: Yeah. These two in sports, like really the Cambridges in general. Um, they just make the funniest sports faces. Yeah,
1: Ugh. I I love it so much, and I I really liked seeing her on the court when she gave the trophy to the winner.
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the top player was Nadal, right? Uh, yes. Mm, yeah,
0: was it? I don't know. Oh no, no, it
1: wasn't. It wasn't because he he didn't make it to the he he lost. He lost in the semifinals against Federer.
0: You have to make all this go away. It's too embarrassing. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's too embarrassing. Remember,
1: I liked Andy Roddick in high school
0: (laughs) when he was dating Mandy Moore. (laughs) Exactly. The point is, Kate looked hilarious. Um, And not for nothing, I know this is her entire life, but when she had to walk across the court in front of this gigantic crowd and hand the winner the trophy, like the, you know, the trophy that looks like a trophy emoji... The cup, I was like, that is so (laughs) stressful,
1: you know? That's the most stressful part of the game. I just... It wasn't
0: the nail-biting tennis. It was that. Again, her whole job, like, her whole life is walking in super high heels in front of crowds of people, but she does it really well. Also, she was wearing Aldo shoes, apparently. Oh, yeah. I love that. Everyone loves that because they're, like, 50 bucks. Also, they were really cute shoes, like, really, like, um... Sort of a, a beige with like a simple ankle strap, like good for weddings, good for work. I was like, oh yes, I will have those, please. Canadian, are they?
1: I believe because I've seen <laughs> Jessica Mulroney post about them and she loves Canadian stuff. That makes sense. Let me Google this to mm-hmm, fact check mm-hmm. while you sip your gross really Perrier gross. whiskey, Oof. and it's it's hot too.
0: The problem, yeah, the 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 uh, excuse me, the um, liquid is quite real, quite warm. Wow, I am. Would you say I'm drunk? I wouldn't say I'm drunk. I would say I'm stumbling over my words. I
1: just think it's nice because usually I'm the one who gets drunk. Oh, my God. My phone is doing this thing where it just goes to the Aldo website. It's not letting
0: me Google. That's okay. Um The point is really cute shoes, really affordable, great appearance, great look. Should
1: I buy the Ray-Bans? And again, I only know about them from Elizabeth Holmes. She's been posting about them a lot. Yes. And I think they look so good. Because obviously I lost my pres- my precious um, Tom Ford's in the ocean, <laughs> as I've told everybody, and I
0: bring up repeatedly. I just, I hate spending money on sunglasses because I lose sunglasses a lot. The ones that I wore here, those yellow ones over there by my purse, are literally from a tequila brand that I got at a party. They look free. They do look free. (laughs) They're knockoff Ray-Bans, though. So, like, at the end of the day, who Who cares? All of my sunglasses have to be something that I can throw in a purse or sit on and not care. Mm -hmm. I can't have nice things. Mm -hmm. It's just who I am. Um, So
1: everything we just talked about is absolutely amazing. But something to know about us is we freaking love Beyonce and worship her,
0: just like most people I know. Sometimes... It doesn't need to be said. Certain things don't need to be said. Yeah, you right? don't even need to
1: say it. It's just the underlying thing that goes through every day where it's just like, who
0: Who are you thinking about right now? I probably think about Beyonce four to five times a day. Yes, I am really obsessed, but I also, there's Beyonce. Like, she is a royal to me as
1: well. I noticed that I don't work out as well when a Beyonce song is not playing.
0: It's so true. It's so true. There's like Jonas Brothers in the, ca- in the class. I don't need that. I need no. Beyonce. Yeah, because no one is going to encourage me to be my best self. The way she could. Yes. So that's what was so... Like, where do we even begin with this appearance? First of all, when it was confirmed last week, we were like, I guess I got to clear my schedule.
1: I was kind of worried they were just going to be in the same place and we weren't going to get pictures of them together. But of course, the Beyonce Lord has shined down upon us. Yeah. So it 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 was the London premiere of The Lion King, not the world premiere, the London premiere. And the reason why the Sussexes were there because some people were like, what are they doing there? Was because... Obviously Harry has done a lot of work with conservation and remember when um the Sussex Instagram account launched they shared an image of the two of them together doing some conservation work as well. So conservation is very important to them.
0: Yeah, the Sussex Royal posted, in celebration of the film's release, the Walt Disney Company announced hashtag Protect the Pride, a global conservation campaign to support efforts protecting the rapidly diminishing lion population across Africa. As part of their commitment to the cause, Disney also made a donation to the Duke of Sussex's upcoming Environment and Community Initiative, which will be formally announced this autumn. So, like, not only did we get you know, the tie-in, of course, but we got, like, a little tease about something that they will be launching in the fall. So that, to Wait, me, was, is like, it going
1: to be on the trip to Africa?
0: Perhaps. Maybe. And probably. So just, like, wow exciting. And I think that, you know, you were just hinting at this a little bit. But, yeah, I had some friends reach out and be like, why are they there? Like, who, you know, yes, it's fun to be Meghan Markle and decide to meet Beyonce. But, like, did they actually need to be there? And I was like, yes. First of all, it's not un heard of for royals to go to movie premieres we have seen william and kate at movie premieres Mm -hmm. um let's not forget that the queen was in a bond movie like it happens she was wasn't she wasn't it like an actor pretending to be her but she did the little tease thing for the olympics maybe that was
1: just a little video
0: but she was in that like she has like basically i guess what i'm saying is and also diana would go to tons of movie premieres
1: yes so many isn't that how she met um Kurt Russell
0: and Goldie Hawn. Yes, exactly. So, like, it's not – I just I, – I am annoyed by the suggestion that Meghan and Harry going to the Lion King premiere was, like, thirsty or, like, Hollywood grabby because it's very well within the royal role. To appear at something like this. And of course, they found a charity angle. They didn't even need to find a charity angle. If I were Meghan Markle and Harry and I had an opportunity to ha- meet Beyonce, I would take it. But yes, there also happened to be a charity angle. So, okay. But that just, I just wanna say that at the top because that really bothered me. Of course, there's plenty of reasons for them to go. Again, so chronologically, because I do think the chronology is kind of funny here. Yes, Harry and Meghan arrived before Beyonce. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I was like, "That's respectful," <laughs> which is which is why probably some people don't like us because I'm like, "Of course they should arrive like before, before Beyonce. Beyonce to like show respect to Beyonce."
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. I, like, what is protocol here? Who knows? Beyonce is known to be um, fashionably late to everything. Her own, con- I mean, in this sort of famous person way. Like, she is the star of that red carpet, so she arrives a little bit later. But
1: also, they cleared the red carpet when Meghan and Harry were getting ready to walk it. Yeah. uh, The yellow carpet, it should be said. Exactly. So who knows? They could have arrived around the same time, and that just happened. But I was just like, thank you for being polite. And and giving deference
0: to the Queen. And it would have been just, like, a little too much, I think, like, even from a security perspective, if they had all arrived at the same time. But so, we got Meghan and Harry first, and we got to see Meghan in this, like, really sweet, sort of 50s kind of silhouette. It's a Jason move dress, um, black, with a little, like, flare skirt and a sheer top, um, which I just loved. And her hair was, like, in a little bun. Um, and she and Harry just looked so delighted to be there.
1: Harry looks good in a tux. He looks
0: real good in a the tux. Um, they just... Lo- I mean, not that they ever are anything but this which is to say happy and super affectionate but it is really of course lovely they were they sort of seemed like parents like on a date night which is what they kept saying as we know from the recordings of them interacting with the different actors they were like oh it's our date night it's our date night mm-hmm. and so it was just so sweet to see them um out on the town and i saw a little clip um i don't know if someone tweeted at me or it was on my discover page but um it was basically like oh pda yet again and I watched the entire, like, minute-long clip, and it was the two of them chatting with the crowd, Harry and Meghan, and they're separated. But in between meeting people and shaking hands with fans, every single time when they can, they find each other's hands Oh my gosh. Or she touches his back, or he touches hers and like rubs the little patch of skin that was showing in the back of her dress, like the keyhole neckline. He would rub with his thumb. Like they just cannot not be touching each other. So it's just so sweet to see these two back out and happy. Um, Again, as we've said many times, we're very happy she's taking, you know, making use of her maternity leave as as is owed to her in the UK, but it's nice to see them back out and about.
1: Yes. And so then. After Beyoncé's arrival with Jay-Z, Beyoncé, of course, looks amazing, but she always looks amazing. Yes. Um, then there was kind of like a line of people, the cast and people involved in the film, waiting to meet Meghan and Harry. And so they're going along the line, and just because we're doing chronological order, yes. um, They, w- there's this really funny video that Billy Eichner was sharing, and he's basically like... Okay, I know I'm going to say to them, I'm going to say, Pleasure to meet you. And I think he's talking to (laughs) Seth Rogen, but he's like, Yeah, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. And it's just really (laughs) funny because he's like so frazzled and so excited to meet them. And then um, he meets them, obviously. But then uh, when he was sharing it on Twitter, he was like, Oh my God, here I am completely freaking out to Seth Rogen about how I'm going to greet Prince Harry and Meghan. By the way, they were both super down to earth and lovely and Megan and I chat or talked about our Northwestern University acting oh, teachers I love that. shout out to Mary Poole and David Downs
0: what a great tweet. Yeah, it's just it, I it's ha- if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend finding um, Billy Eichner's tweet and seeing the little video because he's so nervous to meet them. And, of course, he is someone who has presumably met Beyonce um, as part of the – I mean, they literally didn't film together because they're just doing voices. But I believe they've met during the – They've done know, photos together. Yeah, the promo and stuff. So it's just so funny to see someone who's met so many famous people and work with so many amazing actors. But – um, Harry and Megan make him nervous. Of or course. I think he was he seems to be like a little worried about protocol, which I also would be. Yeah, I would completely be. I mean, I yeah. would
1: frazzle myself. <laughs> I would, I would be I would be frazzled, sorry. And then I would embarrass myself. Sure, sure, sure. But sure. I think that was really nice. And so then after they're going along, they talk with Elton John, who Harry has known for as long as I'm aware of. Yeah. Um and then finally the moment comes and so Megan and Beyonce greet each other with a hug and a long hug. A very long tender. Hug. And they both look so happy, but it wasn't until I saw images that I was able to see Megan's face as much because the video that we were seeing shared online, it was mostly Beyonce's face, and Beyonce looks serene. She looks yes. so happy. Yeah. And she's so excited to see Megan, and she greets her, and apparently, what she said was, My, My princess. princess. <laughs> My princess,
0: <laughs> which I love. And I'm pulling up the tweet from Rebecca English at the Daily Mail because she sort of transcribed what was being said because you can't super hear it in the video. But Beyonce says the baby so beautiful. We love you guys. And Harry says, and how are the twins? Beyonce says they are not here. They don't come on every trip. We left them at home. They would have loved to have been here. And Jay-Z says to them, the best advice I can give you always find time for yourself. So oh my god but we're, it's such so, it's, it's such a quick interaction and we didn't get a ton of photos of the two of them of Beyonce and Megan like facing the crowd um but you get this amazing hug they it seems so like pure and genuine and then it's really funny to watch Beyonce's face and it's especially funny to watch Jay-Z's face cuz he's so happy to be in Megan's presence that's what it feels like to me and Beyonce looks uncharacteristically like like, she's in the presence of an angel. Like,
1: giddy. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like, giddy and just, she, om- like, she almost looked like she's going to cry. Like, it just, it's such a special, it's such a tiny moment and so special. And it was just so nice for them to meet. And, God, it must be such a surreal moment for Meghan Markle. My Obviously, God. she's had a few of those over the last two years, year and a half. <laughs> um, but, wow, like, of course, people were pulling up the fact that years ago on her own Instagram, Meghan had posted a picture of hot sauce in her bag and was, like, the closest I'll ever get to being Beyonce or being near Beyonce is having hot sauce in my bag like her song and here she is and Beyonce's excited to meet her. My God. That is a really good vision board. You know? Wow. So just it was everything we could have dreamed of.
1: What a great week. (laughs) What? What a great week. What a great week. So I guess on that note, before we adjourn the Royal Pod, yeah. we'll do our highs and lows. It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Oh, we have to start with a low. I'm so sad because we were on our I high. I know. There's no... What We low start is with is our there? low so that we get to the high. My low is just malarkey. I saw people just, like, getting mad for no reason, and I just don't have time for it. I just...
0: Yeah. You know, and... Just, there are so many examples. I saw um, on Saturday when I was... Oh, this is your low. Yes, yeah, my low. On Saturday when I was looking for pictures at Wimbledon to see if they had arrived yet, the very first headline, and I won't note the publication, but the very first headline out of Saturday was uh, photos of Kate at Wimbledon that said, Kate arrives to Wimbledon without Meghan. That was the headline. Now, Kate was there early as part of her patronage and because she had a luncheon to attend. And
1: also she's coming from London and not Windsor.
0: Yeah. So she was always going to arrive without Meghan. That is completely irrelevant. And it's just in bad faith. You know, it's it's obviously purposefully dramatic. And I don't know why that bothers me. I think maybe because like Listen, we're both writers, Lisa and I, like, we know how to frame things and we know that certain things click and it's not like we are absent from wanting to write stories in a way that makes you want to write them, read them and click on them. But like, this is just in such like bad faith is really the phrase that keeps occurring to me because... It's not a real thing. It's so out of context to say that Kate arrived without her. Like, it doesn't make any sense for them to be there at the same time together. They walked to the royal box together, and that's what's more significant, obviously.
1: And also, after they had such a lovely outing, and they clearly showed, like— we get yeah. along, like, drop this. And also, I'm so effing sick of people trying to pit them against each other when obviously all the reports have been like, okay, fine, it's really the brothers that had issues. But yeah. then they keep on pinning it on the women in a way that just really, really pisses me off. Like, I'm actually kind of mad right now. I'm getting
0: fired up. <laughs> I'm really mad. I'm just so sick of it. It just it goes to show that, like, almost every single story that happens, you can so quickly see how things are framed against them. And, and then there is
1: also, after that whole event, Um, Or after Wimbledon, I saw either a headline or I saw it on Twitter. Someone was like, Kate left without Megan."
0: Duh. (laughs) They live in separate houses. In separate, like,
1: towns.
0: Like, Jesus. Like, why would they share a car? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, why? And I just think it's so, it's very cruel and unnecessary. And it's so beside the point. Okay, let's get back to highs. Highs. I mean, Um, where do you even start?
1: My high is... Beyonce. Ugh. Beyonce and Megan. I just think that that was such a lovely moment and they both look so happy. And I just, I love this like moment of pure joy and just, you know, two women who really care and respect each other. And I,
0: I, I do like think it. it has to be my high as well because if you had told me on Jan 1 that in July we would get a Megan and Beyonce event... Where Megan and Beyonce are hugging? Were they're hugging, I would have been like, amazing year. 2019, solid. <laughs> like, I'm so excited for this year to come. So I just, the two of them could change the world and have. So I'm just really thrilled that they were in the same space. Um, it's a shame because there's so many other like little happy joys from this week that I would love to mention as high as like Louie in the sunglasses, sticking his tongue out. Like um, just-
1: Mariah Carey on the cover of <gasps> Oh my god, Cosmo I forgot okay, right. wearing a Meghan Markle replica tiara that was apparently from Megan's Mirror.
0: Yes. So um when the Fug Girls wrote up, there's a, the new issue of Cosmo has Mariah Carey on the cover and she's wearing a t-shirt of her own face, which is of genius. Course. And she's wearing a tiara. Now, even me. Um, I was like, oh, cute cover, great cover. Um, I didn't notice right away until it was pointed out by the F.U.G. girls that the tiara looks to be the one that Meghan Markle got married in last year. Now, when they wrote about this, the F.U.G. girls were like, how did that happen? Like, obviously, it's a replica because I don't think that the royal family is lending to Mariah or to Cosmo for photo shoots. But like, how did that happen? And then uh, Meghan's mirror, who we had, of course, on the pod a couple weeks ago, was like, well, we do make replicas and maybe we we lent one to a celebrity stylist, basically saying that it was one of theirs. And so I just loved that tie-in and I will take this opportunity to mention that in the August issue of Cosmo, which is the Mariah Carey one, I have a 10-page article about how to enter rehab. It's really important. I really Thank you. <laughs> I liked it. I was very very impressed. I was reading yeah. it and I was like this is this is actually like vital like service journalism that people need. Yeah, it's tons of info about you know how to find a program for you, how to get your insurance to pay for it, how to take time out of your life. And... How to
1: talk to your loved ones about it. Yeah,
0: so that's something to look for from me. But it's an overall an amazing issue anyway. And I just love that Megan. <laughs> that there's a Meghan Markle tiara on Mariah's head. Just like a very funny tie-in. There's just so many highs. We didn't even mention James Middleton posted the most amazing Instagram. He just keeps one-upping himself. He posted that picture of his dog jumping into the pool. The dog... Looked like you know, summer vibes, hot dog summer, like great moment. Yes,
1: a great, great, great week. Wow! So, um, follow the show on Instagram at Really Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group Really Obsessed. But, Caitlin, how can we follow you? You get wait, no, we
0: have to wait, no, we have to do a letter from a reader.
1: Oh, a review. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um, it's from Peach Tea yes, 365. Okay, so this. <laughs> First of all, amazing, amazing screen name. Mm-hmm. I love Peach Tea. So, subject line in honor to listen. Whew. Um, This is an amazing podcast. I appreciate all the updated information and perspective. The podcast is very well organized. The great flow. I love you, ladies, and look forward to listening every week. Keep up the great work. Heck that yeah! Was-
1: that was a five-star review. It was not the three-star review <laughs> accusing us of being on the Sussex payroll. Again,
0: we wish. We really, really super wish. Super wish.
1: Super, super wish.
0: Um, okay, so Caitlin, how can we follow you? You can follow me at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram, and read my writing at Um, You
1: can follow me,
0: Lisa, on Twitter and Instagram at LisaRaya, and read my writing
1: at LisaRaya.com. And until next week...
0: Which, honestly can't possibly be as good as this week, unless my head and heart will explode.
1: (laughs) We're going to have to come up with some content. (laughs) Okay, so until next week, God save the pod, and we need to get to work. We do need to get to work. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode.
0: God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast, and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a Gallery Podcast production.